Lishuateka Kiviti Hashem. Baruch Hashem Adonai, for your salvation do I hope Adonai. May it be soon in our days that we see the final redemption. First thing I want to address is that this Shabbat is Shabbat Hagadol. I think it's very, very interesting that when you read the sources, the first Shabbat Hagadol, which by the way was the first time we actually kept Shabbat, by knowing it was the Shabbat, because the sages bring down that Moshe gave us the Shabbat and that Pharaoh allowed us one day out of the week to rest from all of our labors. And Moshe was like, well, let's give them this specific day, the seventh day of the week. Pharaoh's like, okay. Unbeknowing to him and to Kol Yisrael that that was actually the Shabbat. Moshe knew it was the Shabbat. So the only way we entered into Shabbat was through Moshe. So the law came through Moses and grace came through Mashiach. Thinking about the implications of that when you look at how all of this ties together. But anyway, the Shabbat Hagadol, the first time it happened, the first time we kept Shabbat, the day Moshe gave to us, the day Pharaoh even allowed us to be off, that was the 10th of Nisan. The 10th of Nisan is this upcoming Shabbat Hagadol 5780 on our calendar here. So Pesach starts on Wednesday evening uh, next week. So beginning of fifth day, which fifth days are just my favorite day of the week, Thursdays. So I just want to throw that out there that uh, if you look at the implications of this, that uh, the first time we kept the Shabbat, Shabbat Hagadol was the beginning of the redemption, and uh, we have an opportunity before us right now. One of the things I want to bring up is that Micah 7.15 says, I shall show them wonders similar to those at your redemption from Mitzrayim. This is talking about, let me go back a little bit. By the way, I'm reading from Insights from Rav Moshe Boyer in the Veyoat Zenu. This source is ridiculous right now. I just want to let you know that all the implications of what's going on, this is Hashem giving us the underhanded pitch for the redemption. So should we listen to him? Um, we can exceed or we can succeed in that. So I pray that all of us are doing that. So uh, what he goes on to say is that a representative example of the traditions of our sages about the end of days the heels and the birth pangs of Mashiach is reflected in the writings of Rebenu Bakia Ben Asher from the commentary on the Torah and Kad HaKemach, chapter of the festival of Pesach. It says the Geula of Pesach encompasses both the redemption from Mitzrayim and the future redemption. We have a tradition from the prophets that the future redemption will be analogous to the redemption from Mitzrayim. I shall show them wonders refers to the final redemption from Edom, which is right now, Rome, Christianity, all of that right now. It says in the future and it shall be molded after the first one. Blood. Here's a few examples. Blood is the first one. Blood is the final one. Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. Joel 3, 3. Frogs and harsh noise at Mitzrayim, at the redemption from Edom, sounds of pandemonium from the city. Yeshayahu 66.6. 6. 
Isaiah 66, 6 says there will be a splitting of the sea for our benefit, just as in the first redemption. So, so many things that uh, are going on with this, but the main thing is that it says further uh, in this uh, commentary that the kingdom of Mashiach stems out of the destruction of Edom. So when all of the worldly and materiality collapses, that's where the light of Mashiach shines forth. Same way with creation that the vessels were not able to contain the light, so they shattered and there was darkness, there was chaos, there was formlessness, there was void. And then Hashem shone forth the light to Mashiach right there in Genesis 1.1. This is all the backstory on that. So when you really look at what's going on in the world today, there's not really a collapse per se, but it's pretty close. And if this continues with perpetuity, it will be. And so what I want to encourage us is that why let it go that far? Why not just take it now? So may we all say, Kiviti or Lishuateka Kiviti Hashem. For your salvation do we hope, Hashem. So Lishuateka Kiviti Hashem. The other thing that I want to say before I finish is that we create vessels for the spirituality to become manifest in the world. So. All of the Kedusha, all of the potential of the redemption is up there in the higher world. And we bring it down in our thoughts and our speech and our actions. So are we thinking about it? Are we yearning for it? Are we praying about it? Are we speaking it forth? And also the again, the Lashioteca Kiviti Hashem. That's us speaking it forward. We don't know when it's going to happen. We don't know how it's going to happen, but we need to be speaking it out uh, in any way. And then the action is that we're drawing our hands away from idolatry. We're drawing away our hands from materiality. We're drawing our hands away from a blatant disobedience and rebellion to the word of God, allowing Hashem to come in and fill up these vessels and bring forth the light of Mashiach. Baruch Abba B'Shem Adonai, Lishua Teka Kiviti Hashem.